We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Nosotros crecemos cuando damos. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. Welcome to ROG, Return on Generosity. I'm your host, Shannon Cassidy. This podcast celebrates generosity at work, not financial giving. Giving valuable time, mutual respect, alternative perspectives, and genuine collaboration. Welcome to ROG, episode 123 on the power of habits. This is the Building Bridges Coaching Tips for Generous Leaders episode. Glad that you're here. So habits is something that I mentioned in episode 121 when we were talking about energy management and what goes up must go down and that we need to build the habit of strategic recovery. And then I thought, well, let's talk more about habits. So in this book that I wrote, The Five Degree Principle, the five is because 95% of our behavior is automatic, habitual behavior, and 5% is self-regulated willpower, conscious behavior. So all that tells us is that we are indeed creatures of habit. So how do we make change in our lives in a way that's sustainable and less painful. So when we think about anything that we are attempting to do, or actually the things that we are already doing, let's put it into the framework of pain and pleasure. Pain and pleasure. So think about something that you do without even thinking twice about it and you don't even mind doing it. So perhaps it's something like brushing your teeth. You probably have pain associated with not brushing your teeth and pleasure of having fresh breath and dental hygiene. So we really want to avoid pain and gain pleasure in literally everything that we do. Think of another thing that you do gladly and willingly, like maybe it's returning a text from a friend that you really love. The pain of leaving that person hanging and wondering why you're not replying, and then the pleasure of continuing that that text dialogue and exchange, right? Avoid pain, gain pleasure. The same thing is true for why we don't do certain things and why we avoid building habits, even though those are things that we know that we really could benefit from doing. We're trying to avoid pain, and the pain might be, I don't know how to do this, or I haven't successfully figured out a routine around this, or I don't want to let myself down, so I'm not even going to bother because I know I'm not going to follow through on my habit. Or maybe it's committing to doing something that you know is really hard. So let's just say you you want to run a 5K or a half marathon or do a Spartan race, right? You might not really want to commit to doing that because you're like, do I have what it takes? This is going to be really painful, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So let's just say we could flip the script and we could create the pain associated with not doing something. So that's one of the big shifts in in behavior change is that we make it less about the thing itself and more about our identity. How do we want to identify and how can that pain be us not being our best self or our full self? So in the example of running a 5K, I might see myself as athletic, or I want to see myself as a runner, or I want to see myself as somebody who gets engaged in things that are philanthropic. So maybe the 5K has some kind of a a benefit associated with it. So the pain of not being a part of that 
could be the very catalyst that helps me to get the pleasure of accomplishing the goal and setting the habit. So just think about what is a habit that you already have that's a good one, right? A, a, a healthy habit. And how does that pain pleasure association work for, for that healthy habit? And then what is a not healthy habit? What's what's something that you do that you know is not your best form? Maybe you're a reactionary or maybe you eat when you shouldn't, or you drink more than you should, or you have bad language, or you don't respond to people, or fill in the blank with the thing that you do that you're like, oh, I really wish I didn't do this. So associate some pain to continuing to do that and behave in, in that way, and the pleasure of you starting to be more of the person that you really aspire to be, of the person that you know you can be, that you really want to be. So I think that identity-based um, change is something that's that's really helpful for us when we're trying to make those shifts. So pay attention to your energy when you're thinking about going to attempt to do something or saying that you're going to build a habit and you don't really want to. Think about how could I flip the script and make the pain about not accomplishing the thing so that you can play into the cardinal rule of behavior change, which is what is rewarded gets repeated and what is punished is avoided. So if we feel like it's punishment of some sort, so even use the example of going to the dentist. Many people, that's a big fear for them. There's pain associated to going to the dentist and then the pleasure of getting to avoid it or rescheduling repeatedly. But what if we talked about the pain of not having good dental hygiene and having major issues and pain, like physical pain, <laughs> that could flip the script pretty pretty easily. One of the best ways to learn about habits is to read James Clear's book on Atomic Habit. In the show notes, I'm going to put a link to a YouTube video that he put together, which is a like a visual summary of this whole book, which is fantastic, but the book itself is fantastic. So I'll also put a link for you to join the newsletter. He's going to send you um, emails every day for 30 days to help you build a habit, and it's just fantastic content. So that would be my biggest takeaway tip for you is to read Atomic Habits. <laughs> but in there, he talks about... Um, the identity-based habits, so that we want what we want to focus on, how we want to become, and then he also talks about the two-minute rule. So I think that's an, an a important one before we wrap, and that is that when we start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to complete. And what that means is, if say we wanted to run that five k, and we knew that we wanted to start the the preparation and the workout routine in order to get ourselves ready physically for this race or for put it in the work context that I want to be prepared for this big meeting coming up. So I want to back into my preparation time for this event. We shouldn't block out, you know, half a day to prepare for this event. The habit is the first thing that you're going to do. So if we're talking about going for a jog or working out, then what you want to do, the habit is to get out of your bed and put on your shoes. That's it. That's the habit. So if your preparation for a big event habit is the one you're focusing on, then the first thing that you want to do is open up the PowerPoint presentation or open up your the note-taking guide, or open up the camera where you're going to record yourself when you're preparing. Just what's the first action that you would be taking 
to get yourself into the flow of this habit that you're building and let yourself go with it. I'll close with an Aristotle quote, which is, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So we are what we repeatedly do. And if we are seeking to be excellent, if we're seeking to be generous, if we're seeking to connect and make a contribution in a bigger way, then excellence is not an act, it's a habit. It's something that we think about every day. And then one more quote from Samuel Samuel Johnson, where he says, the chains of habit are too weak to be felt until they're too strong to be broken. So what that means is when we start doing this thing, we're really in that 90, we're in that 5% of that self-regulated willpower behavior. It's too weak to be felt, right? We have to consciously overcome this hurdle and remind ourselves to do the thing that we said we were going to do. But eventually it gets lobbed into that 95, that just auto autopilot habitual behavior. So the chains of habit are too weak to be felt when they're in the five degrees until they're too strong to be broken. And they're in that 95 and it's just the way that we do things, the way that we do life. So please reach out to or read the Atomic Habits and consider what's one healthy habit that you want to commit to and make it happen. Stay generous, everyone. Thanks for listening to ROG, Return on Generosity podcast. Please help us grow by subscribing and reviewing us on your favorite podcast player. And for more information, visit bridgebetween.com. We grow when we give. We grow when we give. We grow when we give.